This is Shauna Lopez, and you are entering the Seriously Shauna Experience, an Ultimate Christian Podcast Network production. Good morning, Seriously Shauna family. How are you doing? We're so glad that you have tuned in today. We know you have better things to do. Who doesn't? So we're grateful that you are here at the Seriously Shauna podcast. So without further ado, let me address, we all had quite the weekend last weekend, did we not? We sure did, right? Things got a little crazy. Believe me, here on the Lopez front, things were nuts. Um, I want to reach out and thank each and every one of you who reached out to us and our family to check on us to offer your prayers and support. We are grateful. Now, if you tuned in here to hear my political or social commentary, that is a different show. It's not this one. Hey, y'all got plenty of that going on. You don't need a downer up in here. You came here to laugh, to shake your head, and to give me a high five, and that's exactly what we're going to do. You hear me? I'm not getting ready to go down that road. So, Just wanted to make sure you know, I acknowledge, I'm not ignoring what happened, but we are going to see the lighter side of life during this podcast today, and I hope that it will give you a palate cleanse from all that has been happening in the world. Speaking of in the world, y'all, this weekend I managed to squeeze in a graduation, you all know those are happening. And I was graciously invited, and I went to a friend, several friends, graduations. It was lovely. I cried. Ain't even my kid, I cried. Because I'm like, y'all, good job growing up your kid. Like, you did it. Y'all know I've talked about this before. Hey, it is a hats off, high five to you, parents. You made it. You crossed that line. Now, your job as a parent is not done. I know that. I understand that, but it's okay to take a minute and go, you know what, let's all just pause here for a second, because listen, a graduation is as much about you as it is them, I'm being honest, that's the truth, you need to give yourself a pat on the back and take it when someone gives it to you, hear me, but it was lovely, and y'all know, so last week, was it? it's been two weeks, almost two weeks, that I went and had my quarantine hair makeover. Y'all know I talked about it a little bit, but I was at, so I'm at this graduation and I saw a friend there I hadn't seen in a while. And of course my hair is 100% different than the last time this person saw me. So it had to be shocking. I understand that. And God love her. She, I love this girl. I'm going to tell you right now. I love this person. And she come up to me and she point blank said, and we had been talking, but at the end she was like, Shauna, she said point blank, tell me what the situation is with your hair. Well, ooh, <laughs> she sure did. But you know what? I appreciate it. Because she's like, there is an elephant in this room and we need to talk about it, Shauna. And the elephant happens to be on top of your head. So you need to let me know what is going on with that. Well, I said what happened was, so y'all know, If you listened last week, I went 
to the hairdresser. My hair had grown out. So my roots were almost to the end. I just had blonde tips on the end, y'all. My frosted tips, right? And I kept debating, do I want to keep this length or do I want to go back to shore? I don't, and, and here's where it landed. I don't have time to fix hair. I don't have time to curl hair, all that nonsense. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Maybe someday I will. Not to, the day ain't today. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to get a cute, little, smart, sassy, professional pixie. Okay? And that's sort of what I had before. In fact, it's, it's exactly what I had before. It was just blonde. And so I said, all right, um, hair girl. That's what you call them. They don't like it. But I said, hair girl, this is what I want. Here's a picture. Front, back, side, upside down, right side up. And this is the color that I want. And I was very specific. Very specific in the way that I described it, y'all. And she said, okay, I got you. Well, I come out of there, and I told y'all about this last week. Remember, and the girl that colors my hair is different than the one that cuts it. So the one that was cutting it, she said, Shauna, I'm, I said, you know what? I like this haircut, but there's something about it. it. I think it's the blonde, little thin blonde tips that she put in for dimension. Okay. Did y'all hear my air quotes when I said that dimension in my brown hair? But it looked a little too Karen-y to me. You hear me? It was a little too Karen-y to me. And so I call I called up the hair, the the color girl. I said, color girl, color girl. You hear? Make mm. I said, I'm gonna need you to take these out there too, Karen. She said, fine, I can do that. Come on in on Friday. So I went on Friday, the day before the graduate. I went in on Friday and she said, well, I don't, she said, we're just going to try this and see what happens. Let me caution you. If your hair color girl says, we're going to try this and see what happens. You say no. You get up and you walk out. You don't go any further. Well, I, I made the mistake of not doing that. Okay. So learn from my wisdom. Older to the younger. Titus 2. This is me teaching you. Hear me? But I stuck around, and she put this on, and I was very specific again. I said, I like the milk chocolatey brown that you gave me. I don't want to lose it. I want to keep it. The only thing I don't want to see no more are those little blonde tippy-top highlights that you put in. Can you just get rid of those? No problem. Cut to 20 minutes later. Guess who walked out looking like Elvis Presley? Show of hands. Oh, it's only my hand up. That's right. Me. My hair was so dark and so black. There was nothing milk chocolate about my hair no more. This was straight up dark chocolate Alice Cooper concert hair. What? I can't go walking around like this. I look like a vampire. I look like I belong in a coffin. Not to mention... How much it highlights all the wrinkles on my face. There's a reason why older women should not have super dark hair. It's a reason why God doesn't allow you to have super dark hair. It's the reason why God changes it. It's helping you. And so I walk out with Elvis Presley man hair. So dark. I look like Frankenstein. And I can't, so I've been trying to wash it. I've been trying to clarify, shampoo it, something to lighten that color. It is so dark, y'all. 
It is so dark. But she looked at me straight up and said, you need, to walk, you need to walk me through what happened here on top of your head. Girl, you know I did. But y'all know, I, I love hearing about your hair, your quarantine hair post. Y'all been, y'all been letting me know. I love it. Y'all got some stories too. What is wrong with us? But y'all knew mine was getting ready to go south. Y'all knew it before I did. Didn't nobody tell me. You didn't, you didn't let me let it happen. Whew. So now I got to live with this on my head till it grows out. It ain't going to be forever, y'all. It's fine. It'll grow out eventually. So everybody calm down. Me especially. So, so, so what else do y'all have going this week? Y'all know I have, if you're new to the show, welcome. I am Shauna Lopez, your host. Not Elvis. I'm Shauna Lopez. But I have five sons that I homeschool. And the reason that's relevant right now is because one of them has a birthday tomorrow. One of them has a birthday. And the reason it's important is it's my fourth son, my four of five. So this one, God love him. He gets lost in the fray all the time. Y'all have that. Do y'all have that child, the middle-ish child that you just forget? They're often quiet. They sort of do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I, I forget. I forget y'all. Now, fortunately, he's still young enough that he reminds me that his birthday's coming. You know, you know that kid that they I know, and they do the countdown, how many sleeps, how many sleeps till his birthday. But his birthday is tomorrow. So I tried to remember him. I, like, we're gonna do things that he wants to do. I don't know how y'all do birthday. We always get donuts. If it's your birthday, we get birthday donuts at the Lopez house. Mm-hmm, we do. Even if, I, I have one son that is allergic. He has a dairy allergy, and they put some sort of dairy in the donuts, certainly in the icing. But we get donuts on his birthday anyway. Because, son, it ain't really about you, okay? It's about the rest of us wanting a donut. But we get donuts in the morning, and then we usually let the kid pick what you want to do and where you want to go eat. And so I, I got to be honest, though. I do try to use my influence to guide their choice of where we want to go to eat sometimes. Do y'all do that? Be honest. Y'all do it. If they choose a place that you don't want to eat, ooh, y'all know you make other suggestions. T don't tell me like I'm by myself. Y'all do. Well, I do. But, but he be, he's been wanting to go eat some Italian food. So we're going to go do that and enjoy and celebrate his, celebrate his birthday. But, you know, he, he has been, he'll be 11 years old. I'm going to have an 11-year-old. Ooh, y'all. Y'all know that preteen is sneaking up on this child, right? Right now he's still a little boy, little cute, little skinny thing, short thing. You know, he has not hit his spurt yet, right? He, those hormones have not affected him yet. It's coming. Oh, I know it's coming. But right now I'm just enjoying that he's a little boy and, I can, and he's still sweet and cute and all those things. But he's been easy from day one. At least I think sometimes, you know, he gets lost in the fray. So maybe he's been hard. I don't even know it. Whew. Maybe. But I, I remember each of my children. Do y'all, I remember each of my children's birth stories. 
Because that's something that really you can never forget. Except for this child. I, like I cannot remember for the life of me what events took place. Did my water break? I can't remember. Did I, was I just scheduled and we showed up? I, I really have no recollection. Isn't that something? Is that terrible? It might be terrible, y'all. I mean, I, you remember the first one. I remember number one. I could tell you probably everything from the beginning to the end. I won't, but I could. Y'all know some of them moms tell you. You ask them a little bit about it. They tell you every detail. You say, ooh, girl, you lost me about 10 minutes ago. Wrap it up. Package it. Reader's Digest version, please. I mean, the first one, however, there's a couple highlights because you know, it's your first pregnancy. You Everything that's happening to you is brand new. It has never happened to you before. Everything. Am I right? Amen. And so the first few months are when your hormones are ramped up so high that you fly off the handle at any li- little thing. At least I did. I'm not getting ready to put that on y'all. But I do hear it's common. But I was flying off the handles at every little thing, so much so that one day, I remember it was a Sunday morning, y'all. It was a Sunday morning, and I was getting ready for church. We were getting ready for church. And mind you, it's our first child. I'm probably about three or four months pregnant. And he said so. I don't even remember what it was, y'all. And I flew off the handle in a hormonal rage. And he stopped and he said, are you sure, like capital letter sure, are you sure this is hormone related? Like, are, are you sure that what's happening to you is your hormone and not just you becoming a horrible person? Yeah, be honest, that, that did not help the situation. Mm-mm. No, no, no. In fact, If I'm telling you the full truth, I think I went to church by myself that morning. Because then you're in this mood. Oh, now my feelings are hurt. Now you think I'm a horrible person. Now I'm trying to explain to you that I don't know where this is coming from. But it just just spews out of my mouth. And I can't get it back once it's out there. And I almost have no control of it shooting out. Amen. So I'll never forget that. Oh, but he... He never did make that mistake again, I will tell you. He never did make that mistake again. But number one, hey, his birth story, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I had it all planned out. I had the birth scheduled. Yes, I had the first one scheduled. I didn't have no time to go into labor on my own. But guess what happened? I went into labor on my own. I picked up my mother at the airport that morning. And that night, I went into labor. This is like clockwork. Perfect. Thank you for working out. I can tell you exactly what time he was born, too. Mm-hmm. Can y'all? Do y'all? Listen, my husband can barely remember their birthdays. You think he's going to remember their birth times? No. That's a no. Number two, who, incidentally, does not like me referring to him as number two. Mm. So, I remember with him, and I remember going to sleep. It was late at night. And I woke up, and uh, parental discretion is advised. But I woke up, used the restroom in the middle of the night, because that's what you do when you're nine months pregnant. 
And I was 37 weeks to the day. And so I go and use the restroom and I realize that my undergarments are saturated. I thought, oh, did I use the bathroom in my sleep? That's embarrassing. Baby, you got to stop pushing on my bladder because I can't be doing this. So I cleaned up, changed my clothes, went back to bed. Probably about an hour later, I felt that again. I was like, what? Wait a minute. And I get up and go, saturated again. What is happening? So finally, I decided, you know, I might ought to look into this. Because this ain't never happened before in the nine months prior to. So I wake husband up. And I say, husband, we need to figure this out. So we get up. Now, mind you, this was nearly 16 years ago. This was nearly 16 years ago. And so we go into the our office that we had in the house at the time. And we fire up the computer. This is dial-up, y'all. So it was taking a while. We're waiting. We're getting ready to look it up on the internet. What is happening to my body? Because we didn't know. I didn't know. I had never had water break before. Nothing like that. I didn't know. Was this what's happening? What's leaking out of me? Am I peeing? Am I losing it? Do I need to go to the hospital? I don't know. But the internet was going to tell us. So I am standing in an office. Now, our office, if you've got one of these in your house, this is what our house was at the time, but you walked in a door, entryway tile, and then to the left was an office. So we were in the office. I'm standing in the office next to my husband who was seated in front of the computer. When out of the blue, all of a sudden, unbeknownst to me, gush of water came flying out south of me. Whoa! And you know what? The husband had the nerve to do. I'm getting ready to tell you. He looked over at me at this water gushing out from beneath me. And he yells at me, get on the towel. Get on the towel. Woman, get on the towel. Like a dog, y'all. Like I was a peeing dog in the house. Get yourself on the towel, woman. Y'all. Mm-mm. And I, he's, it's a good thing I was going into active labor, y'all. Because we would have we had some hormones coming out then, for sure. But I was like, ooh. So that happened. You hear me? Listen. That happened. And we had, you know, our first son was about 19, 20 months old. And so this was middle of the night. So we get up. And we go get little boy out. I go get cleaned up real quick, change my clothes. We get in a car and we head on to the probably 25 minute drive to the hospital. We get to the hospital. I change my clothes. They get me in. I change my clothes. This is literally within an hour of that water breaking on my towel. You hear me? This is all really quick happenstance. So, I'm at the hospital, and all of a sudden, I said, ooh, you know what? I mean, I had literally just got in there and put the gown on. The nurse came in. She's helped me pulling the, the covers up on top of me. I said, ooh, ooh. And she said, what, what's the matter? I said, I don't know, but I, I really feel uncomfortable. And she checks me, and she says, mm, girl, hold yourself because you are at a full 10 dilated. This baby's coming right now. Hear me. This is my second baby. 
This is all in a matter of one hour span of time that that water broke and I'm sitting in a bed at a 10. You hear what I'm saying? Like I didn't even labor. It just came. Fortunately, my doctor lived across the street from the hospital. So he got there in 10 minutes and two pushes later, I had another baby boy. What? That's right. But I will say this. There was no epidural time, y'all. No. And it was hurting like a, y'all, I can't even tell you without saying um, inappropriate language. You hear me? And he looked at me and he said, you need to stop that screaming and put that screaming down here and push this baby out. Ooh. So I did just that. Two pushes and that baby was out. I'm glad too. Oh, natural, y'all. Who here has done that? You know those natural birth people. They'll tell you. Like they're some sort of, you know, heroes. I would not choose to do that. Unless my life depended on it. You hear me? I would not choose that. But some of y'all do. Respect. I'll give you respect. It don't mean nothing to me. It just means that maybe you mm, need to let the wisdom go all the way up to the top. I'm saying. I'm saying. Number three. See, I remember his too. He was big. Number three was biggest one yet. But he had emergency surgery at three days old, y'all. Ooh, malrotation of the intestines. It was intense, y'all. But God love him. He pulled out okay. He worked out. He's 14 years old now. He made it, y'all. But number four's birth story. No idea. I don't know what happened. I know it was in 2009. That's what I know. That's about it. That's all I have. That's terrible. I don't remember. In fact, I didn't even need to look at his birth certificate to find out what time he was born. Mm. Number five, I remember, biggest baby yet. I remember being in the hospital with number five, and by this time I was 42 years old when I had number five. You hear me? 42. Hey, don't come at me. I know what I'm doing. Okay? And the 12-year-old nurse... Standing there trying to tell me how to swaddle this baby. Girl, go. Go somewhere else. Yeah, I've been using it since then. Go somewhere else. Tell me how to swaddle this baby. Oh, and she told me, "Mm, you know, fleece blankets are warm. They'll make the baby too hot. Oh, really? Thank you, Doogie. I had an attitude. I did have an attitude. Like, come on. I am 42 years old. I know how to feed a baby. I know how to change a diaper. And I know I need a little sleep. So you need to get out alone out of here. Ooh, I'm a ter- I have a terrible attitude. But I- listen, there are some things. If you are a new mom, if you are pregnant now and it's your first child, I'm getting ready to tell you some things. I'm getting ready to tell you some things that didn't nobody tell me that they should have told me. Just if nothing else so that you could be mentally prepared for what is about to happen to you. Because there are things that people just let happen to you. And then afterwards, you have this sort of bond and shared experience. But they just let you go through it without warning you. That's not okay. That's not okay. First of all, don't overthink the baby names. I want you to think it through. It's important. I want you to, to go over it. In your mind, 
and come up with every nickname that someone can use to make fun of your child. Don't come at me with Apple. I know some of y'all going to be naming your baby Corona. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be Elon Musk. And, and whatever he did, gave it a social security number. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did. Don't do that. But don't overthink it. And if I'm being honest, can we, y'all pull in your chair real quick. I'm getting ready to whisper this into your ear. Because it's not for everybody, but it is for some of you. Nobody but you really cares about the meaning behind your child's name. So if you give them some obscure name because it means lone tree of God under this falling rainbow, nobody cares. All they hear is the weird name, okay? So even if it has a cool meaning to you behind it, nobody really cares. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm really not. I'm just being honest. I'm just saying what other people won't say to you. I'm helping you. I know you think, oh, no, no, no. It's our baby, I'll name it what I want. Amen. Yes, that's exactly right. But know what's happening behind the scenes. I'm just know what's happening behind the scenes. Now, this is a very sensitive tip, but nonetheless, you need to know. When you have a natural birth, and by natural, I mean not a C-section. Okay? Everybody with me? Two, three, four, if you got kids in a room. I just want you to understand that your nethers will be swollen to an alarming size. Like I, I did not know. I did not even anticipate. But I was literally frightened at the intense swollenness of my nether region. And I, I figured out they, that there's a reason why tucks, the little tucks pads, y'all know if you had a baby, you know. If you haven't had a baby, you will know. There's a reason why they call it tucks. <laughs> oh, ooh, I didn't know until I knew. But see, nobody tells you that. And so I'm looking at this thinking I, something is wrong with me. I realize I'm in a hospital, but why is nobody tending to this? But if you know beforehand, you can mentally prepare yourself, and it's not shocking. And it's not as overwhelming. Hey, they give you some mesh underwear. Whoever thought I would be wearing mesh underwear? Not me. Mm -mm. I only thought a certain type of women wore those. Hey, I'm telling you the truth. But those, hey, those are your best friend. And they threw it a couple extra pairs in my little take-home bag. I was so happy. I knew how important those were after the fact, but not before. Before I looked at them in disgust. But once I realized the purpose they serve, amen, hallelujah, give me a couple more. Put them in a bag. But, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know that you still look pregnant when you when you're not no more like extra pregnant not just like you need to lose a couple pounds but you still look pregnant I mean I'll never forget three days after one of them was born I can't even remember 
But three days after, I was at the Walmart buying groceries. Why? Because we got to live. I'm the mom. I got to do mom things. I was at the Walmart, and I'm shopping, and I just happened to be looking through the onesies, and the lady, oh, when'd your baby do? Uh, three days ago. Ooh, that was awkward. But you, you understand? So you still have this humongous belly. It's, it's disconcerting. It's disturbing. It's depressing. But if you know that that's going to be the way it is, you can mentally prepare for it. That's why I'm telling you. It's okay. I will tell you this. Spanks were not a thing with my first two, but with number four, they were a thing, y'all. It was a great day in the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers, when I figured out Spanx. And I will tell you, in fact, that's not even true. I will, so I had all this going, and I wanted to fit into pants, and I didn't want to have this all hanging out all over the place. So I went into the Nordstrom, and I told the lady, I've heard of Spanx. I would like to get some Spanx to hold this nonsense. And she said, I'm going to be honest. You need something a little more heavy duty. Ooh. Ooh, it hurt my feelings, but it, she was right on the money. And so she took me to the industrial brand that wasn't even Spanx. She said, Spanx ain't for you right now. It's not for you. You need this super duper, hold it in, you can't breathe. You, hey, that's what I needed, and it was perfect. I paid $70 for those things, and they lasted me. In fact, I think I just got rid of them in the last couple of years. Because they had so many holes, I had worn them out, y'all. Invest, okay? It's fine. It's fine. It don't matter what size you are. Just smooth it out. Everything will look good. Everything will look good. You need to understand that laughing and coughing and squatting down, all dangerous after you've had a baby. All of it. And not just directly after. But for the rest of your life after. Amen. Hey, I'm not trying to be vulgar. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the truth, okay? It's, it's the way life is. It's fine. Because you can look in those beautiful babies' faces and go, it is okay. It's all worth it. It's all worth it, y'all. But you need to know this is going to happen. So you don't immediately think something is drastically wrong with my body. And I'm going to have to have emergency surgery. It's not true. Just know that these things are going to become an issue. It's all. Hey, a word to the wise. Those of you, and you know who you are, who get those, buy those uh, custom hospital gowns, what? Stop that. I had a friend bought this little custom so she could be cute in the hospital. Are you kidding me? I promise you, zero people care. Zero people care. But you, stop buying those things. They give you this. You don't mess it up. You're only getting ready to wear it three days. That's it. You'll never wear it again unless you have another baby. If you can fit it. I'm being honest. But please stop that. Please stop that. I I, I will also say, I... So I, well, of course, now I'm not. But even prior to my surgery last year, I, I was not very, I was not a very large size on my chest. I just wasn't. 
always been on the smaller size in that area. However, when you have a baby and when your food of life, your breast milk begins to come in, your size will change. So here I am in my double A, hear what I'm saying? Very uncomfortable. You hear, why am I so uncomfortable? Why is this? So I go to the little shop in the hospital, because we were there probably about a week or two later after the birth of my first son. And I was like, this is so uncomfortable. I would really like to be fitted with a nice bra just to help me be more comfortable in raising this child and breastfeeding this child. The lady was like, no problem. Take off your shirt. Let me see the look on her face. She, she was like, what are you doing to yourself? Those no longer fit that. You, you are killing yourself. I said, Ooh, I didn't know. I went up. I'm not even kidding. Four cup sizes. Four. She got me the right one and she put that on and snapped it in the back. And I am telling you, I heard angels singing. Yes, I did. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you. It was the best thing that I have ever done. And I kept that same one through every single pregnancy. I'm telling you the truth. It was beautiful. Do that for yourself. Set the money aside ahead of time and go get fitted after your baby comes because you'll need to. You can't do it ahead of time. You can't. You have to do it after the baby comes and after the bread of life comes in. Listen, I made every new mom mistake. You will too. It is okay. But I am just here to tell you these are the things. But you know, there does come a time, especially at my age, sometimes it's, sometimes it's younger for some women, sometimes it don't even come at my age, being honest, is when a mom is just, you just know that you've moved on to the next phase. And you know you, because I can remember hearing other moms say, I am done, I am done. And I would be appalled. How can you say done? How can you reject the blessings the Lord gives you? I'm not saying that. They weren't saying it either. All I'm saying is when I am in public and I see a mom whip out that stroller with one hand, she holding a diaper bag, a baby in one hand, trying to wrangle a toddler to lock him in that car seat, I mean that stroller, I see that and go, woohoo! God bless you, girl. And I walk on. Mm-hmm. Because that's not my problem. Oh, I'm saying, like, that's how I knew, oh, okay, it's done. There was a time when I would see that and be, oh, praise Jesus, I want another baby. Oh, I need another, I can't wait to have another baby. Can I help you? I love you. Oh, your baby, right? I don't have that. It's gone. And I did not know that there was a point that you come to in your life where the Lord moves you from this phase to the next, but he did praise Jesus cause you got teenagers though. Okay. They require just as much, if not more than an infant and a toddler. Hey, we talked about it. It's true though. In fact, my number one child last week started his very first job. Y'all did I tell you? He started his very first job. I could believe it. And it I was so happy for him. But y'all, it felt like 
my baby was being ripped from my arms. He's gone. He's out. What? He's leaving. He is out there in a world. And you have simultaneously these feelings of loss, these feelings of longing to be with him and see his face and talk to him and enjoy him with also the pride of, I have successfully raised a human to the point he was able to go out into the world and convince an employer to hire him and pay him to do a job. It is a beautiful thing, but it is bittersweet, y'all. So there are life stages that we all go through. This is the stage that I am at. So I am bestowing my wisdom or lack thereof onto you. How about y'all? Where are you in this stage of life? Mom's out there. Dad's out there. Write me. Shauna, seriouslyshaunapodcast.com. Let me know where you are. Let me hear from you because we, we love to share these stories. We love to say, yes, that's where I am, or I'm not there yet, or let me tell you what happened. And speaking of, the, the doctor, he don't slap the, the baby's bottom. I don't, I don't know where that got started, but they don't do that. That's just a little extra sprinkle of a tip. But let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what's happening. Write me at Sean at seriouslyshotapodcast.com. Tell me, hey, you got something you want me to talk about? You got a TV show you want me to talk about? You got something in the world you want me to talk about? Write me, let me know. Coming up, ooh, y'all, tomorrow, yes, it is my son's birthday, but it is also my first day of back to school. It's my first day, y'all. Woo. We're going to talk about I'm going to break it down next week. Because it hasn't happened yet, and I'm going to give you the ins and the outs and tell you the what for, but I'm going back to school, y'all. I'm scared to death, so y'all be with me. Be praying for me tomorrow. Be praying for me. Upcoming also, later in the month, we are in a new month, the month of June. Uh, Later in the month, I'm going to be telling you about an experience. We may even go live from this experience. Because my sons have a fundraiser, and I've been told we are going to work at a fireworks stand. Now, we have done this before, and it is redneck heaven, y'all. And I love it, and, and we may even do a live from there. But I'll let you know, keep you updated. We're going to talk about it, because it's some good time, y'all. We're also going to get into, later in the month, maybe even the next, virtual VBS and summer camps. Ooh, y'all know I got something to say. What about you? You got a show idea? You got something you want to ask me about? You got a comment you want to make? You email me at Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. Hey, your churches are opening up. Praise the Lord. You want me to come hang out with you and your church group, your women's group? I'd love to come and share my testimony. Give a word of encouragement, especially in these troubling and uncertain times. Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com and we will get you in touch with the right people to get in touch with me. Now, if you are going through a time of uncertainty and you need a shoulder to fall on, you need an ear to hear, we are here for you. Email me, Shauna at SeriouslyShaunaPodcast.com. I'm here for you. I'll hear you. I'll listen to you. I'll talk to you. 
because I want to make sure you know that you are loved and cared for. Find me on every possible social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Like and subscribe to this podcast. But for now, I love you. I ain't above you, but I've had enough of you. Until next time.